This is Building Grit, One Call at a Time. I'm your host, Nick Wingo. And in this podcast, what I do is I talk about calls that I've seen in the field, being a firefighter paramedic, and how I've used those calls to help myself build grit, help myself to get some mental toughness and be able to work through some of these things. Today, I want to talk about suicide. Um, This is a topic that's not widely spoken of. It's not a topic that people dive into often. And the reason I want to talk about it is because with the coronavirus, I've seen a huge increase in suicides. And so I think it's a good time to lean into this and kind of talk about suicide and, and what it looks like and how it affects people. Suicide is something for me that's near and dear to me because I've I've lost some friends to to suicide. And so it really is really close to me and it really resonates in me. And for a long time, suicide to me was a very selfish act. It was something that I saw as woe is me and I can't make it and I, I can't live on. I can't continue because of my situation. And so I've always looked at it as a very selfish, selfish thing. And I, I'm, I've started to change my perspective on that. And I've really stopped and thought and really kind of just wanted to put myself in a position that if I was in somewhat the same position as someone who was getting ready to commit suicide or try to commit suicide, what space they're in. And as I step back, I realize that in that moment, they think there is no hope. They think that there is no way out. So right now it could be someone who's lost all their money, who has lost their job. The stock market has stripped them of their money. It could be that they think that there's just no way out. There's no way out of the situation they're in. And so in that moment, they think that the only way out is to take their own life. And that's unfortunate. And that's a terrible space to be in. And I have to wonder if part of the reason they're in that space is because they've not had the people to support them that they need to support them, that that they've not created the tribe that they needed to create. And I wonder if as a race, as humans, as people, if we would just reach out to those people that we know are struggling, that we could make a difference in them. If we see somebody who's hurting, we could just reach out to them and say, hey, you know, I've noticed that you've been hurting lately. Is there anything I can do for you? I just want you to know that I'm thinking about you. Just that one act could make a huge difference. Could make a huge difference. We just we just never know. And so I want to tell you a story about me and a situation I was in. I was working in the mountain area department for quite some time, and I had worked with an individual for about three years on my crew, gotten to know him quite well. And I moved on to another department and he stayed there. And not too long after I left, he had a brain tumor and had to get offline. So he he was put on a permanent disability. Shortly after that, he had some relationship problems and had a, a separation with his wife. So he was in a really bad spot. And I knew that. I knew he was in a bad spot. And he called me one day and I didn't answer the phone. And the reason I didn't answer the phone is because he was one of those individuals that when he called, you knew that you were going to have to be on the phone for a couple hours because he talked. And it was okay. It just, you, you had to have the time. And at the time I was, I was, I can't remember exactly what I was doing, but I thought to myself, oh man, I don't, I don't have the time to answer this phone call right now. The next call I got was the call that he had passed. And that was, that was humbling. In fact, I saved the message that he left me the day that he called for right about three years is how long I saved that message. Because I carried a lot of guilt for not answering the phone not speaking to him, not talking to him in his last moments when he was 
in great need. I struggled with that for quite some time. I struggled pretty hard. I, I, I was pretty hard on myself. I was down on myself because of it. I'm in a lot better place now. I look back and although I didn't answer the phone, I look at it as a learning experience. And so now moving forward, anytime that a friend calls, I make sure to get back to them rather quickly or I'll answer the phone and say, hey, I'm right in the middle of something. I, I really want to talk to you. However, I, I just don't have the time right now. Let me get back to you. I've changed my approach and how I handle people that are in an in desperate time of need. And I know that they're in need and I know that they're having problems. So it, it's unfortunate what happened. However, you know, I have an experience that I can lean back on and I can say, hey, I can, you know, I know what not to do now. And now I know how to handle the situation if it was to arise again. It's really unfortunate. Looking back, is there anything that I could have said to him that would have changed the situation? Probably not. But I could have at least offered encouragement. I could have let him know that he was not alone, that there was someone who cared about him. Those are all things I could have done. And so I, I wouldn't have had to carry the weight of that. And, you know, is there a chance that what I said could have stopped him from doing Maybe, likely not, but maybe it could have. Again, I just look back on that and I go, you know, moving forward, now I know. And so now I can really do something for somebody if this situation comes forward. You know, the other thing I want to talk about with suicide is, you know, recently I've been on so many, a person that slit their throat from ear to ear, young kids that have hung themselves overdoses on medications, so many situations that were just terrible. I mean, the person that slit their throat, it's probably the, it's the most blood I have seen in one spot in a very long time. Taking and cutting down someone who has hung themselves is a very humbling, a very sad, very difficult thing to do. And that's not the first time I've had to do that. And in these situations, man, so difficult, very difficult to handle mentally, very difficult to see, very difficult to understand. Here's the thing that I've learned about these suicides that I really lean into and I really have noticed. Because in anything, again, I'm trying to build grit. I'm trying to have a better understanding of how things work, and I'm trying to be better at everything that I do. What I find in every one of these situations is the moment that the family finds out or the friends or whatever is just the pure devastation in their voices and just the shrieks, the cries, the desperation that they have in that moment that they find that that person that they cared for is gone. It's really sad and it's very difficult to watch. And I wonder myself, what would that person or or how would that a person handled the situation differently if they knew what the reaction would be of their family, their friends? Because those people are devastated, completely devastated. And they cared and they loved and they had so much emotion towards these people. And these people were so caught up in their moment of hopelessness and of defeat that they couldn't see that the people around them loved them. They cared for them. They wanted to live a life with them and have moments and experiences. And they've been robbed of that because this person had hopelessness and they had they thought there was no way for them to continue living their lives. 
And so with that in mind, I wonder to myself, what can we do as individuals? How can we be better? How can we help people? How can we be there for the people that are in their desperate moments of need? Well, I think that we all know when someone's hurting. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their body language. You can see it in who they are. You know, and and sometimes some people are really good at hiding their emotions. Some people are really good at showing and putting a front forward. I know I've been guilty of that, of putting a front forward. But I got to tell you, there's always some type of sign or some type of something that you can see in somebody who is hurting. It may be very subtle, but it is there, I promise you. If there is any... You know, and this should just be our way that we live anyways, but even more so when we know someone's hurting is that, hey, reach out to them. Say, hey, I'm here for you. If you need anything, I'm here to, to help you out. I'm here to talk to you. I'm, I'm just here for you. you know, I, I'm, I'm willing to take time out of my day just for you because you're important to me. You know, and, and we should do that in general with people. We should just reach out to people that we know and we love, our friends, our family, and say, hey, I don't know if I've told you this in a while, but I appreciate you, and I love you, and I, I just love spending time with you, I love being with you, and I can't wait to see you again. We have become very antisocial, I would say, in this time of social media, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. A lot of people, that's how they communicate now, text messages, emails. And we have lost that human interaction, especially right now with this coronavirus, with everybody being completely digital and not seeing one another in a physical matter. And so right now, I would say more than ever, it's important to Zoom, FaceTime, you know, and I would say that as this coronavirus is starting to kind of wind down a little bit, and we're starting to release some of the restrictions, hey, man, go meet some people, go see someone, go be with them. You know, the, the, the new order is no gatherings larger than 10. Well, you and one other person is only two people. So if you need to social distance or whatever, that's fine. But still go see them. Go meet them in a park. Go walk around a lake. Go do something. This week I'm meeting a, a friend and I'm going to walk around a lake with that friend just so we can meet and we can talk and we can be together and we can have that interaction. And so I, I just want to challenge you to really get with the people that are around you and just remind them how much you care. The last thing I want to say is that being a large man, when I tell somebody that I love them, it's uncomfortable for people sometimes. And I just want to say, like, it's okay to say I love you to, if you're a man, it's okay to say I love you to another man. It's okay to say I love you to your family. It's okay to say I love you to the people that you love, because that's what the emotion is. And so, I know I've made some men uncomfortable when I told them I love them, but that's how I feel about them. That's how I, that's the only emotion that can describe how I feel about that individual. And I promise you, maybe if you told somebody I love you, that that could be the one thing that triggers them to just say, hey, there's hope. Someone cares about me. Someone genuinely loves me because love is a very strong word and it's a very strong emotion. And so if you know that someone loves you, if you know that multiple people love you, I would say it may change your perspective on hopelessness. It may change your perspective on fear. It may change the way that you look at life. And so I just want to leave you guys with those thoughts. Really lean into this. Think about who you are. Think about why you're here. Think about the gold that you can give to people. And just remember, there is always hope. There is always a way out. There is always someone who cares about you. Suicide's not the answer. It doesn't get you anywhere. It ends it all. And that's just not good. 
So I appreciate you guys listening, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Building Grit. This has been another episode of Building Grit. If you could leave me a rating, I would greatly appreciate it. If you have any comments or any content you would like me to cover, please leave that in the comment section. I'll make sure to check that out. You can find me at Building Grit on Instagram, and I hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. I love-